Alrighty, great to have you here on this Monday, and I love this time of Monday because it gets me with my uh, friends over at Black Locks Reporter because we get all those little juicy nuggets that don't often get the attention, but they should because these are the stories that matter. And of course, no one does it better these days than our friend Tom Korski, who is the managing editor of Black Locks Reporter. Good to have you. Thank you, Alex. All righty, I'll get your uh, thoughts on Mr. Trudeau. Um, he seems to reflect, but only in the mirror. Um, and, you know, he's apologized to to a, a couple of the indigenous chiefs. So they aren't buying it. Now he's being asked for a public apology. You think we're going to get that? Well, I, I'm still reeling from the fact the prime minister's office lied to me. I've, I've never been lied to before <laughs> by the prime minister's yeah. office. I, it oh, makes okay. you feel hot and angry, uh, Alex. I don't, I don't like yeah. this feeling. Yeah, it was sort of an emotional and intellectual disconnect with Truth and Reconciliation Day in observance of dead boys and girls who attended uh, Indian residential schools. But we see from the Chilliwack Progress, he observed the day with a beer on a patio at a beachfront resort uh, property mm-hmm. in Tofino, B.C. It's mm-hmm. a, a pretty serious disconnect, pretty serious disconnect there. Um but not for not for the first time. I, I guess the point is that how many times have we discussed the same theme? It's a recurring theme. Everything is communications. Everything is sloganeering with this prime minister's office, Alex. It's not really about delivery or results. It's not about achievement or accountability. It's about saying the right things. And And to his credit, the prime minister did say all the right things before he got the beer and went for the walk on the beach. Unfortunately, his office got it all wrong and were caught in lie after lie and after after lie. And then, of course, you see all these pitiful ministers getting marched out for the weekend shows. And my God, I mean, Patty Hyde was twisting herself into the downward dog, trying any way possible not to answer the question. And frankly, they look stupid. Well, and 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 and, and perhaps even worse. Perhaps even worse. Why? Why? Yeah, exactly. On, on this day of all days, if you had to have a federal holiday, which affected mainly federally regulated workers, that's in the private sector, like airports, banks, total cost was almost $390 million, including direct overtime and uh, pay in lieu of work for uh, a third of a million federal employees that are directly employed by the government of Canada. And there were critics of the bill. It passed without a dissenting vote, but there were critics, very eloquent critics in the Senate, Dennis Patterson, senator mm-hmm. from Nunavut, who said, you know what we could do with $390 million, mm-hmm. let alone the beer on the beach. What could you do with $390 million to really dramatically improve in a tangible way the lives of uh, all those boys and girls who attended Indian residential schools? Well, I guess yeah. that's a rhetorical question, isn't it? It is, but nonetheless, somehow this will become a learning opportunity for all of us. I am positive of that. Um, let's talk a little bit about, uh, I, I don't even understand how he, this guy writes a book, who would be interested in it, but Michael Wernick, the, um, well, he lost, I guess, his job over SNC, but he was the federal uh, public service head honcho at one time. He uh, has a book out, and he says, you know, opposition MPs and reporters are merciless in exposing scandals and should be avoided at all costs. This is a guy that made $326,000 a year, and he said things like, you know, the ethics commissioner is a status seeker who 
uh, likes to appear to be busy with pointless investigations. He also talks about the zone where the opposition and media can play gotcha, and it's shifted over the years. So have the parameters of what constitutes a scandal. Um, and of naturally, Tom, his own scandal essence, he was completely left out of the book. But this guy's got cojones. I got to tell you, this guy's got large ones. He's an interesting guy. This is a man who, as the kids would say, had very low emotional IQ. I've spoken to people who worked with Wernick for years who were not surprised either by the book or his really quite catastrophic appearances (laughs) in committee. This is a man who could not read the room with 12 MPs sitting around a committee table. Uh, There was a sense of overcompensation that would come off as arrogance, obtuseness, uh, an inability to read even facial expressions of MPs who would sit fuming. As Mike Wernick always explained, it was never his fault. It was someone else's fault. When you read his book, this sort of sense of paranoia and uh, dare I say it, a man who almost feels hard done by, he talks about uh, public office holders being trapped in what he describes as a web of transparency. Well, we could mm. we could argue, but you can reach a point where you say, just on behalf of Middle Canada taxpayers, buddy, Canada was really good to you. You did really well by Canada. And he made more money than he ever will in the private sector. He is severely underemployed in the private sector today. But he did publish this book. And if you want to know about what's wrong at the top (laughs) echelons of the public service, that's the reason to read the book. Just look at the guy in the cover. That'd be a good start. Boy, oh boy. Um, Teresa Tam, Dr. Teresa Tam, admitting that compulsory vaccination of the largest workforce in the country will be a, quote, complicated program to roll out. Now, Cabinet has said it's going to require all 300,500 employees to be vaccinated by the end of the month. Trudeau was very vague on these dates, as you well know, and he would not comment on if tens of thousands of workers will uh, be fired if they don't get vaccinated. We already know that the RCMP union brass have already come out saying, well, we're not going to force any staff to do it. But my bigger question is, why are so many still not vaccinated in the public sector? Well, uh, indeed, well, there are millions who aren't in the private sector. But Dr. Tam points out, this is a very, uh, just in terms of feasibility, this is a big problem. And time is ticking. Halloween is their deadline. No one imposed that deadline on cabinet. They picked Halloween. And I guess they better get cracking, Alex. Dr. Tam says, what about people who can't take vaccinations for medical reasons? How will they get into these public buildings? What about members of the public who are entitled to attend federal public buildings who are not vaccinated? What what about them? It gets Mm. complicated, does it? It's sort of like Truth and Reconciliation Day. (laughs) When you treat it as a concept or you make the announcement, you have the ribbon cutting. That's the easy part. Execution. It's always execution results in achievement. These are the stumbling blocks that foil Parliament Hill, (laughs) Alex. That's the problem. Yeah, and naturally, Mr. Trudeau didn't get challenged on any of this because by, I think, that point, reporters were only allowed to ask half a question uh, each. But, I mean, it's like you're making all these grand declarations and they made vaccine mandates a wedge issue and then uh, he was not going to admit, well, you know, we're not going to fire anybody and it's not going to work because we don't have the framework in place. But, boy, oh, boy, everyone kind of ate that one up. No questions asked. Um, We 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 live in the realm of concepts. It's true. Yeah.
say something, do nothing. Amazing. Uh, CBC and five subsidized press associations pledge to, quote, advocate for initiatives to reduce if not prevent online harm. This is according to a network statement. The advocacy, of course, coming ahead of these internet censorship bills that the Trudeau government wants to push through. Um, and somehow they're also going to put in this digital safety commissioner. So I'm to understand that the CBC is going to be heading this complaint-driven survey to to document allegations of hurtful internet content, yet they're denying that they're they're part of this whole thing. Yeah, they, they deny that they were directed to uh, by the Department of Canadian Heritage, which desperately wants to censor the Internet and impose these, frankly, strange regulations and appointment of a digital safety commissioner to keep the Internet safe in your home. The federal government is going to keep you safe, they say. And if that means uh, they have to must some hair and block some websites, well, there you have it. CBC, I guess, is tired of its uh, simple role, as we all have, of just being stupid reporters. They would now like to be an advocate, and they use that word advocate in this push-pull survey to document data, to find data, mm-hmm. to justify what the cabinet has already decided it wants to do, which is moderate content. Love that phrase, moderate content by censoring. <laughs> the internet. And mm-hmm. um, the CBC was kind of cagey when we asked them for details, not the least of which was, what do you think you're doing? Since when are you now a public policy advocate for stories that you cover? Now, I know, Alex, there will be people who will say, what, did you come down in the last shower? <laughs> what has the CBC been doing that for some time? Well, well yeah. now they're just doing it openly. Yeah, they don't even pretend to hide it anymore. They got their money, they're good, they got the guy in power that they need, and uh, they'll do anything to, I guess, uh, earn their keep. Nonetheless, I'd say it's shocking, but nothing shocks me anymore. Tom, always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. That is Mr. Tom Korski over at Black Locks Reporter. Yes, this is a subscription-based online publication. You ask me about it, and I always say it is worth every penny, and that's why I have these guys on, because they get the goods. Stay with us, Alex Pearson on point. This is Global News Radio.